they will decide who comes to this country and the circumstances in which they come. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people. G'day sausages, it's G'day sausages. What a coincidence. <laughs> We're back once again for Australia's hugest little podcast on Australian politics. Yeah. Best one in the Southern Hemisphere. I think there's a really good one out Best one in this room, that is for damn sure. Just for the election... <laughs> We're exploring everything to do with the Australian election here. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. I'm Ruddle. And joining us today is a special guest from one of Australia's other leading sausage-related uh, website products, Keith Moss from Democracy Sausage. G'day, Keith. G'day, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. So, listener, we we're, we have, first of all, just a quick announcement here because we're so jazzed up for this bloody election. We've gone bi-weekly. Yeah. I know. We've all gone bi. Yep. Uh, yeah. I sure. used to be try. Well, you, yes. Yeah, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> we, this is just an experiment to see if we can stomach. It's always an experiment. If we yeah. can stomach thinking about Bill Shorten and Scott Morrison two times a week rather than one. <laughs> um, and, and you, listener, if you can stomach listening to us talking about Bill Shorten and Scott Morrison two times a week, maybe there's a limit. No, I recommend don't listen to any of these till after the election. <laughs> And then do it all in one day. And then all of our predictions will be wrong. Have you noticed, though, there's like every second person's got a podcast about this election. Do they? It's kind of interesting. I don't know every second person. That's true. Well, every second person in this room, way more than that. Yeah, that's true. And I don't listen to podcasts. So democracysausage.org, fabulous, fabulous website. Democracy. What happens happens at democracysausage.org, Keith? We we map lots and lots of sausage sizzles, in short. Sausage sizzle (laughs) Um, mapping. Who would have thought 50 years ago if if Australia needed to map our sausage sizzles? That's awesome. Uh, It's amazing what you can do with with, with all all this um, tech these days. So what sort of – where do you get the information from to go on this exhaustive map? Um, It's about a 50-50 split between um, sort of the folks that are running the stalls, so sort of pre-registered the stalls with us before the election, Um, so the the PNCs and sort of local skate groups and stuff. Um, but you also get quite a few on election day itself from people just uh, going to vote and then posting on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram saying, hey, I found a sizzle or I found a cake store and so forth. So what's your goal? Is your goal for historical purposes? No, or, or more just, money, wouldn't it? Or more just making just, heaps of cash. Well, it could be making cash or is it to connect us with the best sausages? Definitely to, to um, connect folks to the best sausages. We're just <laughs> a, a bunch of random volunteers essentially. We, we, we make definitely no money off this. Oh. oh, how can you okay. not monetize this? I mean, I, I see well, a lot can, of lot you of scope. Get great t-shirts though from Redbubble from there you go. of um, <laughs> Democracy Sausages, as That's well great. as G'day Sausages t-shirts as well. I just wow. say. So, Keith, can you tell us a little bit about some of the mer- not the merchandise in terms of t-shirts, but the merchandise in terms of sausages and cakes? Um, what is there out around Australia coming up for Election Day? Do you have your do everything registered yet, or or can you tell us about last time? Yeah, uh, we've got about 184 stalls registered so far for this election. Um, last in the uh, 2016 federal, we got up to I think it was 2,200 by Damn. the um, end of election day itself. Wow. So we're, we're looking to crack crack that crack that figure this time. 
That's awesome. That's fantastic. So do you yeah. register you register sausage sizzle? Do you also register yep. I'm yep. particularly interested in this, the cake stall and handicrafts? We don't have a handicrafts category. We've got other categories for yeah, cake stall. Um, it's got like a vegetarian or vegan option. Oh um, halal option. Good, good. Um, coffee cart and bacon and egg burgers so far. Oh, you got the bacon and egg burger. Ooh. Would you would, would you yep. change your vote, Keith? Anyone here? Would you change your vote if they're not who you're my voting vote. for? Where you're voting? Oh, I have. Based on no, I change um, my vote depending on what I had for breakfast. <laughs> All right, well, bacon. No. Fuck it, I'm voting for Ricky Muir. I'm not even in his electorate. I I um I actually have done research on where to go to vote for the particular. What are you looking for? Are you, is this the handicrafts or handicrafts. the cake? Or the I'm looking. For, I'm looking for the handicrafts and the uh, cake stalls oh. and things. I mean, you Ooh. should. You should be happy because what? last time we voted at your kids' school and they got sixty bucks off me before I even 60 got sixty bucks worth of sausages. I even got to the to the um, polling booth. Siege for sixty bucks. I'd be prepared to register. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, there was a few people that had babies, so I bought some babies clothes right and there? things yeah, on the spot in the queue. In the queue, it was a long queue, wow. and um, yeah, spent a bit of money there. So, do you do you have any idea, Keith, how much money people raise off the stalls? Uh, we've had a bit of anecdotal feedback saying it's usually in the range of like two to five k for a sort of larger sort of public school type stall, um, which goes a long way to sort of their um, big, well, you know, fundraising efforts. So, replace the roof or add air conditioning and, you know, things like that. That's awesome. Do you know, Keith, yeah. um, are there is, – is the democracy sausage, not your website, but the concept of having a sausage and voting, is it a uniquely Australian phenomenon or do, do other countries combine a sausage sizzle and voting? Uh, as far as we know, it's uniquely Australian. The closest we've heard is the, the sort of UK tradition of dogs at polling booths. Oh, you have um, your dog. You take your dog to eat vote. Eat a dog before you vote. Yeah, and you, and you take a photo of it. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Pretty sure it's a uniquely Australian thing. I do like though that um, there there is another. Um, I think we're in, there's another sausage podcast. So we are obviously good sausages and democracy sausage. But I think that there is someone else using the term sausage in their Australian in their podcast. election podcast. So, so when we get us all together, we'll just talk cross sausages. I just it, it's the metaphor for Australian voting is sausages now. That's uh, true. It is. Where? What's your the remote uh, remote stall that you've got? Um, at the moment, I switch over to the map. I think it's probably which one's that? Bluff Point in Western Australia. Right. And have you got any overseas sort of, ones? Yeah, we've got um, Tokyo, New York, and Berlin so far. Oh. You, can, you can walk in before the election and get something. Who's running these sausages? Uh, like, is, on, it, is Berlin, it like the, Berlin, man. the, the Tokyo Primary School PNC or is it like the Australian Embassy running this? <laughs> it, it, it's the Embassy in all those cases, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good on them for getting involved. I'd love to see some some primary school in, in Tokyo saying, yep, this is it. The, German, <laughs> the Germans are going to cane it. They're the home of sausages. I mean, really, you're going to get like wild boar coils yeah, and all no, kinds no, no, of awesome. They, they are the home of, of grandiose sausages. But I want a discreet sausage when I'm voting. I want you're something. a petite sausage guy. No, I just <laughs> – <laughs> no, no, no metaphors in these podcasts. None. Um, no. Look, I just want I just want your regular snag when I'm having a, um, a having a vote. I want a piece of a piece of white bread. I want no, a sausage, I want wild some onion, and truffle. Oh but, my God. but what about um, what, what do pond. people have? Like, see, to me, the standard one is is your, your bunning standard, where you have your white bread, your sausage, your onions, 
you put put your sauce on. Mustard is a luxury. But that's what brings democracy to fruition, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. But then the other stalls have really fancy ones. What's the fanciest thing you've heard about, Keith? Um, There was one in, I think it was Western Sydney, in the 2016 election that had uh, sourdough rolls, halloumi, caramelised onion, um, organic deep sausages was their (laughs) amazing combination of sausage rolls. All right, Keith, I think what we're going to have to do is as this election progresses, um, we're going to have to check in with you and find where are some of the, some of the best, best sausages available so that all of our listeners can just go to one polling booth yep. and, <laughs> and destroy that poor one polling booth but get all of the awesome sausages. Don't vote near the, the little bunker at the Kayleen shops because they're, they're my sausages. Yes, you, that's your that's your particular one, isn't it? Hands off, Will Sausages. Um, so, uh, Keith, people can follow uh, at Democracy Sausage on Twitter and you're also at Kevin Rudd's Cat, which is also an yep. account that I have enjoyed for many years. So <laughs> thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, you're welcome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for that, Keith. Um, everyone, listener, sausages, go out and check out democracysausages.org. Cheers, Keith. Thank you. And we're back with what week are we up to of this campaign? I think week we're 29. 17. 100 million. <laughs> it does feel like that. We well, just ticked over two weeks. Two weeks. There There's you go. There's no way it's only two weeks. Just ticked over. For some people, this is the most boring campaign ever. But for other people, this is the campaign that keeps on giving. Do you know why it's not the most boring campaign ever? Why? This podcast. Indeed. The first time, listener, you have ever had a Good Day Sausages podcast guiding you, shepherding you through this. Caressing your ears. This land of democracy in Australia. So what are we up to? So last night we had the first debate of two debates. That we know of. Uh, yes, that we know of, yep. And I'd like to applaud them for scheduling it at roughly the same time as uh, Game of Thrones night. Exactly. Uh, that was well thought through. Yeah, not only that, it was on – Seven two, yes, which is like oh, it's a huge station. There's at least a hundred viewers, and it was also the same time as Lego Masters, and uh, and the uh, and the new uh, series uh, of MasterChef started as well. So it was. It's like they didn't want anyone to watch it, really. So first of all, listeners, shut your ears. We're just going to do a quick uh, recap of Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. We'll start <laughs> a, we're going to start at minute one and work through to about 83. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it begins, right? <laughs> no. Well, let's do a recap of the debate because I, I caught a chunk of the debate, Siege. I know Rod was deep in Game of Thrones world. Oh. Well, you were texting me while you were watching it and it was quite disturbing. Your texts were quite disturbing, your observations of the um, particular ah. debate saying that the, the format was very odd. They had them sitting facing the ca- facing the camera but too close to each other. So Were they pretty much next to each other? They're next to each other. Like you're sitting no. in school desk next to each other all looking at the teacher. But Debate on, on bar a bus. Stools, but on yeah. bar stools. Like not Oh, you mean stools. junk revealers. Oh, oh, they won't, they won't, the, no, the camera no, wasn't good. getting down there. Yeah, uh, the I, audience were. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And Will's, Will's sending me a message going, they might as well, I want them close enough to kiss. <laughs> Oh. I think I think all debates should be that. Like any any proper oh, political debate. Shift. No, you need to you need to have that frisson. Well, Trump so that, gave so it a go. Trump, Trump basically grabbed Hillary's butt while they were debating. So yeah, that's okay. pretty much the same. Well, that seems that, wrong. That, yeah, yeah, but that's what I was thinking. I thought it would be nice if they could wander around because then you could just, you could <laughs> wander, just around wander around debate like um, Trump did with Hillary, yeah. and you could just have like Bill go up behind Scomo and just sniff his hair or something. <laughs> I just do that, yeah. <laughs> 
last season of the West Wing, wasn't it? Where um, where the candidate he, t- he steps away from the lectern and he's and he's wandering. I'd love to see that, but this seemed really artificial. But there was so, no lectern. No, there's no, no lecterns. How and do they protect they're themselves? They're sort of talking to each other, but not to each but other. They're talking to, to the ca- talking to each other via the camera. And, really Ma- really. and Mark Riley was one of the journalists asking the questions. And Mark Riley, I think, is a pretty good journalist. You know, well, he, 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 he was the one who suffered through that mu- the 17 seconds, seconds of Tony Abbott being silent. So. Yes, and the, when Tony oh, Abbott just what did nothing golden, but... Let's just take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this, Tony? Uh, uh, just not if even. we had the audio clip, uh, it wouldn't be great audio, listener, but no. still. I can oh. do it. I can do it. I can mimic it. The, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid the other journalist left me wanting for skill and insight. Talent. So uh, do we learn anything policy-wise from either of them? Do we learn anything interesting? Do they hit any killer I learned blows? something. I learned something. Um, uh, uh, Morrison is definitely not Bill Shorten. In uh, case you were wondering, the message. Yeah, yeah he's not Bill Shorten. In case you're and big, not Bill clear. Shorten is the big risk. Don't vote for Bill Shorten. Oh, he's a bill you can't afford. That's the one, and that's and that's all there is because there, policies, there, there right? is actually no there are no policies. Scomo can't run. He can't run on his record. No, he can't. They can't refer to the past because they kept changing leaders all the time. This is the problem that Labor had last. Um, election, and he he doesn't have any policies, so he just goes on the attack, and it makes him look like a bully. Well, and he does. knows there's no future because there's 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 reds under the bed, there's demons at the door. There's been a lot of talk about. So Josh um, Frydenberg did a, a little press conference this morning, uh, and I was I saw it on Sky, and honestly, he he looked terrified, yeah. and he looked like he was being held hostage, and he just kept saying socialism all the time. It was like he'd been socialism, possessed. socialism. He'd, it's like he'd been possessed by. Bronwyn Bishop. It was really. If you're going to get odd. possessed by anyone, though, Bron- Bronwyn Bishop's up there. Like that nope. would be a, that would be a funny <laughs> possession. That would. <laughs> I'm in a helicopter, uh, <laughs> and you're paying. No, wait. So the, I don't think we learnt terribly much about no. the the parties as such from the debate, but what we did see magnified was their overall strategy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tonally, how did the, how did they? You were saying before he came across because they can't talk on the record that um, Scott Morrison came across a bit like a bully. I was thinking, I was like his smirk didn't. Uh, well, both of them had a pretty dumb grin on their I think, faces. Well, I think partly they didn't know where to look when yeah, they're not awkward talking. Setup, yeah. very awkward setup. Which is yeah. the split screen when you know the camera is going to be on you while the other person's speaking does make it. Tricky, but like, Scott honestly, Morrison actually looked like he's—he looked like a kid who had farted and thought he got away with it. <laughs> That's a policy position. <laughs> it was. Just- I- Guarantee Scott Morrison has <laughs> has farted and thought he's got away with it in the past. And and it just uh. it it looked very odd. Whereas Bill looked a bit dopey. You so know, can I clarify? So what, what was the channel nine two seven two? So seven two. They got the intern to set it up. Uh, ba- some guy called Basil who works on the Sunrise program. Who we, I we love your work, Basil, but you know oh, I don't love your work. And they Basil. kept doing all these big graphics coming in and going next question and trying to make it exciting. And you're oh, like question, Mate, question, question. This boom. Is not exciting. Is, is the debate a dead format in uh, modern, modern Australian politics? Like at the moment, no one's watching it. Whereas 20 years ago, they would be pretty premier events. Like they're sort of se- they were yeah 7:30 on a Sunday night on on Channel Nine or something. Like they that. got AFL grand final level ratings apparently. Yep. Oh yeah, they did. They used to be really big, but you'd have it on um, 
number one, the ABC, so everyone in Australia. But they were on other channels. Oh, they did used to be on other channels. On the front channels, like Channel Nine, not not Nine Gem, something like that. Yeah, yeah. When there was only uh, Channel Nine, yeah, Yeah, like that sort of thing. But you'd have um, a a leading, like your leading journalists would be doing it. So Mike Willisie would do it for Channel Nine, and Kerry O'Brien would do it for Mm. the ABC. What's a leading journalist? Yeah, there's 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 another issue. It just well, should be Koshy. I just couldn't believe they didn't have Koshy. They got the bloke who's usually inside the cash cow to do it last night, and oh. it, <laughs> it was weird. Wow, was he inside the cash cow while he did it? I didn't. Oh, know. That I, would, more I would watch if the cash cash cow um, questioned them. Does the cash cow talk? I don't, no, I don't think Not so. In character, I, like Humphrey B. Bear style. I don't know. I don't know. Um, obviously, so it, I do. I do wonder how much these are a bit of a dead format. If no one's gonna. Um, no one's going to watch anymore. Maybe there's a little bit of, you know, if, if someone lands a killer blow, it'll get get out there on social media or get in the ads or get on the They could tie them up, surely. The I mean, they could actually make them a little interesting if there was buy-in, but I don't think there's buy-in. I mean, how keen are the leaders to have them really? Well, then Not the, really. The, I don't is, think that, you know. This is the opposite way around because usually the opposition, um, it's they are the ones that want the debate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, but this time around, it's Morrison's the one that wants to have the debates because he is like the, uh. the fresh new one. Yeah, okay. And he's he got wants to, to get establish in front of people himself on TV. and get himself in front of te- people on TV because there are still people who don't know who he is. You well, know? I like I like Murfaru's comment. I saw a summary of it in the in the Guardian only earlier today, and she said something like, "What was it? At the end of it all, I still don't know what Morrison's policies are." Um, and I watch politics professionally. Like yes. I still have no idea at the end of that debate what the hell he wants. What's he going to do in his yeah. first 50 days? Not I be mean, Bill Shorten. And, and, and yeah, that doesn't last Definitely not going to be Bill Shorten. No, and, he could not be Bill Shorten for his entire tenure. Uh, I'm confident. And, yeah. Well, Tony Abbott ran on the no, 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 no all the time. And at least, at yeah. least he was, you know, not in government. And, yeah. and and you can't you can't <laughs> run on on no 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 when when you're in government. So he set the precedent. No matter which side you're on, if you're if you're in the Liberal Party, you're just in opposition. Uh, maybe. Full stop. Maybe. Yeah. So it, Morrison was in opposition. Basically. It was pretty disappointing in in terms of that was the caliber of everything really. Um, yeah. The mm-hmm. the, the setup, the the format, the questions, the. Um, the answers and that. The National Press Club have got a standing invitation. Sabra Lane, who is the um, president of the journalists of the National Press Club at the moment and that she's reiterated this morning that there's a standing invitation yeah. for them to have like a proper one at the okay. National Press Club. Oh, but you know why you can't? Because the ABC's so biased. Uh, Scott, Bill or, you know, your handlers, um, you could also come on uh, G'day Sausages. We'd be very happy yeah, yeah. to have you here. We you, could, we could host a lectern each. Australia's first podcast debate. Uh, oh, that'd be gold. Yeah. That would actually be quite interesting. I'm putting a worm on. We're having a worm. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that was the other thing. There was no bloody worm last night. Well, how could and you then, know what to think? And 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 they they said at the end they go oh and at about ten forty five tonight we'll know um, what the audience thought. And I'm like ten forty five. There's eight of them. Any of us are going to be here by then. So apparently the audience that was in the room thought that the Bill Shorten had won. Okay. It. Ha- yeah. At least half said definitely him. Okay. Yeah. So and Bill Shorten. And then won a quarter that. said um, what's his points, and a quarter went and oh, I still don't care. Yeah. Uh, all right. It, right. just, it just sounds dumb, but it also, I mean, I was, I was loving reading the uh, tweets from the different sides of uh, journalism and how without fail every every Murdochian newspaper, oh, it was a clear victory, he'd laid out his policies, and you're like, but he didn't. 
No, he didn't. And and he, I was watching Sky this didn't. morning, and they were just as bad. I have to say, I was I yeah. was quite surprised. I thought that that you know Laura Jason and Karen Gilbert were on in the mornings, and I thought they were they at least try really try. It was just like no, you're talking about something that didn't actually happen. That, that's what bothers me. Like I know I'm biased. I don't want Morrison anywhere near anything that exists. But like, if you're not even going to say anything, fine. Don't say he did. Yeah, he didn't. This is balls. If you don't say anything, you don't say anything. It's almost like we've got a partisan media. How dare you, sir? Oh, my God. I respect the journalism. All right. Another thing that has happened in that time, uh, news poll. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing with news poll, Siege? News poll, two-party preferred, Labor coming up 49, Libs go to 51. Uh, do you mean the other way around? No. No. Libs have gone uh, 51 now. Yeah. No, they're not ahead. They're not. Other way around. Yeah, so Rod was right. So yeah, Labor, 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 Labor 51. 51. What? Liberals are coming ahead. at 51. I'm, I'm sure it was 49.51. But not not to liberal. No, no. But the rounding up was Seeds really odd. Seeds been drinking odd. at lunchtime. Yeah. The rounding up yeah. was really odd. Like the, if you had a point eight, they rounded it up to, to, Three. to, <laughs> to further up, like the next number up. That's what, what? you do with rounding. No, no, no. The, the one after that one. The one <laughs> after that. 50.8 yeah. went up to 52? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think you're supposed to do no. that. No. <laughs> so there are all sorts of things and and, and um, it still means that it doesn't really matter what that was. It's still a 6 to 10 seat loss for the coalition. And we're okay. talking, we got the, the Palmer factor where they've just basically made shit up to try and make sense of what the, in the well, preferred terms – didn't they do an arbitrary number where they said, okay, 60% 5%, liberal, yeah. 40% labour would be his preference? From yeah. Palmer. They yeah, made, they just kind of put, you know, stuck a wet thumb in the air and went, meh, okay, that's what we look like They put it in, in the voodoo yeah. stick and yeah. said, this is where his preferences will go. And you're like, really? You know, who I'd, I'd be so I always it's think a messy that, one. I always think those preference calculations are a little bit of voodoo anyway. Yeah. I think uh, you know, yes. the relationship between uh, what individual people will choose and the how to vote cards, I think there's it's very squishy. It's squishy, but... I, the interesting thing was Shorten went up um, two points in the satis- you know people satisfied with his behaviour or whatever really it is his his performance um, and Morrison's dissatisfied went up two points. Uh, um, right. Better Prime Minister Morrison went down a point and Shorten went up two points. So still with Morrison well in the lead. Uh, yeah, still with Morrison well in the lead. Yeah. Yeah, but, this is the classic but, but these, status they, quo bias. They always get. Uh, these polls always get closer just as you get close to the election. Yeah. It's almost like that's what elections are for. <laughs> yeah, it's like people suddenly start to think about it who don't normally. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, one thing about um, elections, uh, voting has started. Yay! Boom. So Woo. people people that don't like um, being paying attention to elections might have already started voting or people gone away. Or, or who are oh, anti-sausage. No, but listen to these numbers. <laughs> anti-sausage. Yeah, people who be. don't want to line up for yeah, a sausage. I, I can't believe why you wouldn't line up for the Fucking sausage. Fucking Yeah, but maybe they're doing it twice. They're, they're they voting can, now and then they'll yeah, go they for the sausage. sausage. They, they can just sit there and just eat sausages. Can you do that? Can you vote once just, online and, I mean, postal and then once live? Does it count? No, oh. no, you can't. You just get one per I, I want to do two. Yeah, you can try. Oh, how long do you go to Ice Moon Prison for? Oh, forever. It's, uh, yeah, it's Infinity the, it's the strongest punishment Australia can give you. So, so the, Siege, what's, what's oh, been happening? First day of uh, voting was yesterday. On the first day of voting in the 2016 election, um, 66,894 people voted. That many? That many. On day one? 60, on day I, one. I love these day one people. It's like the the, the premiere for Endgame and they've got to see it gotta first see night. I've got to get my vote done. Oh, okay, so yesterday was the first day for the 2019 election. Are you going to make us guess a number here? Okay, guess a number. 114,000. Go. Uh, no, uh, 200 and 
one. Oh, 201, I wish. 122,000. Oh, so I win a double. Balloon. Yeah. Double. Rod gets the hat. Double double people voted on the first day. Now, so let's speculate. Let's speculate. <clears throat> I reckon it's because they just go, I've already made up my mind. Yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. It, whether they think if they vote they won't see any advertising or anything anymore, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a button and the yeah. make it go away button. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Vote and piss off. Uh, yeah. Is there – so what's the standard – I don't know if you guys know this. The, the standard wisdom is what, postal votes favour incumbents or new guys? No, they, they uh, typically are meant to be more conservative. Uh, right. Just in generally, it, it's thought that older people are more likely to do postal votes for a variety of but reasons. But postal votes aren't pre-pop votes. Uh, that's true. Uh, what are you talking? You see, postal votes quite different. I don't know the difference. Well, pre-poll is just that you're going to vote. You've, you're doing your normal vote. You're, you're, you're going into in it and you're voting normally. But not, not all of the polling stations. There's a few in each city. Okay, but yeah. if I cast a postal vote, I voted. <laughs> yes, but postal, that's what I'm talking about. But uh, well, that's different to going to a polling station, which is pre-poll. Ah, uh, yep. Oh, oh okay. sorry. I so this is 122. Well, nearly 123,000 so, so people went. Right, and right, right. do you know then, Siege? Because because I know went. that postal votes are traditionally more conservative. So not, not hugely, um, but sort not of 60, 60 to 60-ish percent of a of a postal vote will be conservative compared Some to. Some of that comes to the right. fact that um, postal voting. Um, Oh, a lot of it will happen, yeah, yeah in yeah, nursing yeah. homes and that they will have uh, special polling booths in. Uh, residential. Um, I would I would yeah. guess that Areas. there are some effects with pre poll that skew um, skew older. Just in general, it's it's the more organised sections yep. of society. And yep. they get up so early. I know they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining that uh, your um, stereotypical uh, 18 year old is not pre polling. Yeah, well, they're not really, no. and and unless and the idea is supposed to be that you go overseas, you know, you you only pre-poll because you're not going to be available to vote on yeah. the actual day of the election, yeah. mm. and who knows, you know, yeah. <laughs> who's to say? Some people just want to do it because they don't want the queues, or it's a problem, or just want to get it and out. And there, of the there way. are arguments that are worrying that worry about the. Uh, large pre-polling or postal voting because they're not subjected to all the policy announcements oh. and stuff. Oh, my God. I, I, how will they vote sensibly, a.k.a. Yeah. exactly how they're going to vote anyway? I, but I love this concept. It's still based on this idea that everyone is fully weighing up yes. all the policies. No, the night before, the night before, they've listened to the whole election and they've got pros Sweetheart, and cons for each party. Sweetheart, we've made some butcher's paper lists. They've got a bloody giant spreadsheet yeah. and they've got every single policy and they've done the calculations. Not only I so like just nodding not. along and ticking. Her. Yep, it's do that. Sort of that. It's such bullshit. Yeah. Don't you do that? Yeah. Oh, do, do you? Oh, come She's on. She's already got spreadsheets. I know. I used to, but this time it's not a problem for me because I know which way I'm voting and all the rest of it. But. I have, I have, I have spent a lot of time agonising about voting it before. Uh, um, I can't think of much that would shift me. The only thing that would shift me when Tony Abbott was uh, running was if he looked straight down the barrel of Cameron and said, "Vote for me, Australia." I fucking dare you. <laughs> and then I would have gone, you know what? That's hilarious. Let's give it a crack. If he'd been that self-aware to to realise it was a like a, a, a bravery vote or a challenge vote, then I would have given I it a crack. Vote it the Scott bravery vote, the challenge vote. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I just don't believe I, I get okay. There's two there's negatives and positives. So <clears throat> there could be some policies that come out that haven't been announced yet that might affect some votes. I don't believe that. It's unlikely. Yeah, I don't there, think it's there un- could be the dead boy live girl sort of scenario where uh, is that some- like Schrodinger's cat? <clears throat> uh, yes, it's yes. Schrodinger's uh, dead boy live girl scenario. Schrodinger's yeah. voter. Um, 
I just, I, there, there could theoretically be some sort of big scandal that comes out about one key politician and yeah. you, might, you might regret that. You know, say your local member, you know, you're, you're in your own seat and it turns out, oh, they turned out to be far grosser and you've accidentally voted for them. That'd suck. That, but, that, that would suck. But then uh, the... <sighs> Um, so you just change it. You just go back in and go, I wrote my name on mine. Can you just put it back to me? <laughs> the statistics are bearing out that more and more people are voting early um, each election. Yeah. And we're, we're kind of grateful for it because if you do do a postal vote, you actually have to wait 13. They give 13 days after the election has finished before they... Um, yeah, if you've sent it by... Carrier, carrier pigeon. pigeon. Well, no, you've got yeah. the carrier pigeon to walk to the post office. <laughs> yeah. to, to, to buy a stamp to, for to buy you. a stamp to write. 13 days. That's I mean, a bloody long time. That's not a – AEC are obviously, you know, sometimes, distant sometimes, on Australia posting. I've certainly had some student emails that get lost in the post. Oh, God, yeah. So what yeah, what yeah ask you for an extension. What we need is the commitment that they're showing in Indonesia where, what is it, 240 people have died counting Indonesian votes. Oh, uh, there are so many of them and apparently they're putting the them fumes? under so much pressure they've literally died. Um, of what? I think I'm going to need to hear the... N- what? No, what's... <laughs> I need more of this. Um, my my, my uh, inkling is it was some kind of level of exhaustion. I don't think they were shot. What? Is this yes. like the South Korean video game players that, sure. that, that sit playing a video game for 70 hours and never poo and then it all happens? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who poos when they're playing a video game? <laughs> <laughs> You're a weirdo. I, think that, I think that's the point. You don't, and so you don't. No, but there was so. some, there was headlines flying around this morning, maybe last night, saying that um, literally a couple of hundred allegedly have died counting oh. votes. Okay. They didn't know if it was the George Costanza wedding invitation yeah, poison say, thing. Is or it, it to do with licking the envelopes? Yeah, I don't think so. All right, so let's pivot. So that's the commitment we need. Let's pivot now to possible. Oh, and I just want to apologise. I misspoke before. Ah, uh, yes. With my two party preferred. Uh huh. Where yeah, is okay. the mail? Yeah, we know that. We correct you. Eight I know, times. I know. I'm sorry. I got. I just that's got a, very confused. It's quite all right. Don't so feel bad. I don't listen to podcasts either. Why would I listen to one live? <laughs> okay. Speaking of dead boys, live girls. No, we're not speaking of that. But we're speaking of scandals. So we've had yeah. some interesting scandals in the last couple of days. Tell us. Uh, Tell Australia's favourite um, stung politician, <laughs> Steve Dixon, is back in the news again. Steve Dixon, he of oh, I was pissed, so it doesn't count. Well, name. so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a couple of just before the election campaign, a large documentary came out um, on ABC. A sting operation where an undercover journalist followed Steve Dixon um, as he had conversations with the NRA in Washington. Excuse me, the biased ABC. Uh, indeed, to be fair, indeed, yeah. uh, looking for looking for a donation from the NRA uh, to One Nation, which would be illegal under current current rules, but also freaking horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, a whole lot of things wrong with that. And and also that One Nation just happened to get caught up in the end of that whole um, documentary. What? Yeah. One Nation got caught up? <laughs> they just got caught up. No, the, 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 they weren't the focus of the um, documentary. It was looking at uh, NRA oh, and yeah, things yes, like that. Yes, so yes, it was yes, coming yes. from the other Holy way. shit, yeah. there's an Australian in here. We might <laughs> just keep filming. They're hilarious. Keep filming because <laughs> this guy looks like a doofus. But because the journalists behind this are um, intelligent enough to know when they've got some awesome scandals, they yeah. kept a little bit behind yeah. uh, Steve Dixon's visit to a strip club in Washington where apparently um, – the employees of the strip clubs can do things that you can't do in Australia. I'm not sure. What's that? I've got no idea. I've got Look no at idea. your tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Meet your kids. Is it stripping with guns or something like that? It's oh, you've got to have a gun to strip <laughs> in the US. It's, it's obligatory. I've never got been two... to a strip club. I don't know. Do they have Look, guns? a friend of mine's been to a couple. Yeah. No, no, guns, no guns. No guns. But, well, the scandal has crept up because um, – Oh, you mean they don't have intercourse with you? The, there's, there's – Strippers are not prostitutes. 
No, they're not. No, no. they're not. And Steve Dixon may have implied no he, he would desire some things that were beyond looking. Um, oh. Ooh. Yes. He he asked um, if – Read it. Well, I've, I, okay, there's a couple of – Read it. All right, there's a couple. Let's be clear. He's reading this. Just, it's a just quote. To, just to clarify, um, Steve Dixon uh, has now resigned. Um, he has – I don't know if he can – can you take your name off the – because no, he was number two on the Senate for One Nation. He was number two on the in, Senate for One Nation in um, Queensland behind Malcolm Roberts. Uh, another friend of the podcast. Probably oh, uh, an, uh, an unwinnable position anyway, but his name will stay on the ballot paper. As Pauline How Hansen many will vote for did him? when um, she was the disendorsed candidate of the Liberals. When many she first years ran, ago. Many, many years, years ago. ago. How many voted for her then? Surely many. Enough did. to get in. Well, she got in. <laughs> are you new to this history? <laughs> this, this, I don't pay, that was ages ago. I don't care about politics since I met you guys. Okay, um, so yeah, so he did ask um, one of the um, one of the strippers to put her hand. I it was beeped out on somewhere on his democracy sausage on, on his democracy sausage, uh, but he did also say, "Ah, oh, you girls are beautiful. You could look like a you look like a sunshine coast. Oh no, a Gold Coast beach, babe." I did, I, oh yeah. Oh wow, different oh, yeah. on the sunshine. I coast. just got to say, I love the the correction there to say, no, nah, e- even oh, better than sunshine coast, fucking Gold Coast, <laughs> Queenslanders. Uh, yeah. What's a Queenslander? Well, I'm just I, for me, for me, uh, spending many years in Brisbane, the the distinction there between a Sunshine Coast beach babe and a Gold Coast beach babe is geography, is distance. It's it's just it's just distance, yeah. but it, don't it, the Gold Coast ones? So they used to wear like gold hot pants or something, and put I'm sure they money. Yeah, I'm and sure they more did. gold, just more yeah, gold, right? More gold. I at first I was reading the article and it, and it said um, he has resigned because of some derogatory comments and his his behaviour. He did he did try and excuse his behaviour, saying saying he was drunk. I was pissed. That's not an excuse. That's how yeah, I got off bank not robbery. An excuse. But also, you've already played that card, Sunshine. So. <laughs> who, who you are when you're Civil drunk offensive. is who you are. There's uh, science on that. Y- indeed. Um, but then I did come to some of the comments that were quite derogatory. Um, no, which Like? Do you really want me to? This is this is a quote from Steve Dixon. Uh, and at yeah. the end, Assu- say it again. Assume oh. the brace position, people. Yeah. I think white oh. women fuck a whole lot better. They know what they're doing. Asian chicks don't. So That you. was a quote. That's a quote from a One Nation forum. For, well, is this what he was saying in the strip club? Uh, yes. To I, I think he was talking to the undercover journalist when he said this. Yes. <laughs> so. She's from Burma? I can't. I, no. But in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, I'm not sure why he's um, resigned from One Nation based on that quote. I would have thought he'd get promoted. Well, no, no. Pauline, well-known feminist, yeah. has yes. come out and said that that's no way to talk about ladies and she she's disgusted and as a mother of teenage boys or whatever, these teenage boys, have been, they must be in their 30s by now. Yeah, they've been teenagers um, for 20 years. Yeah, they have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she, she's appalled, appalled at this behaviour. Uh, so Steve Dixon has now resigned. Um, uh, I'm going to say that's probably a good idea. Uh, he joins about ten people that have resigned from One Nation since 2016. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I actually had a list and I printed it off and I left it on the printer. And he the most it. amazing thing is Mark Latham has yet to do that. Okay. I did like he typed out his resignation letter on his. Um, it has it has a sent from my iPhone at the at the, <laughs> which someone described as pure boomer energy. Um, he also accidentally typed in. Um, he said he is no longer since I am no longer of pubic interest. Uh, please leave my family alone. Well, I think he's only of pubic interest. <laughs> I think that's probably the worst incident of using pubic instead of public yeah, that I've ever. It's seen. a good one. No, it's no. Good. As Will brought up in our earlier conversation, uh, my. Um, 
what do you call it? Email signature, Your signature for block. a decade was Centre for <laughs> Pubic Awareness of Science. <laughs> Someone finally pointed it out, and I thought I'm tempted to leave it. <laughs> Only when two people have pointed it out. <laughs> oh, that's nuts! So, um, what was the little ding? That means it's time for. Uh, Ask Will a question. <laughs> no. So, Will, who are you wearing today? I was going to say it's now time for more of our scandal section. So we had a minor scandal where Matthias Corman, uh, what was he? Oh, what a load of oh, shit. I missed. I missed this one completely. He was he was alleged all over Twitter to have been staring inappropriately at Chloe Shorten in areas that are more so when recreational did he, when, than when, one should. When was he doing this? Allegedly during the debate and the shots I've seen. He just was kind of looking to the middle distance he, in a direction. He would have been thinking, this is what my life has come to. How did I end yeah, up at this yeah, debate? Yeah, it did look more existential crisis. We are going crisis. to lose yeah, and yeah. I am still going to be in the parliament and we will be in opposition. This is hell. It'll be this, hilarious because there was typical, typical. I know this is you know a bit mean to say and I'm now becoming a journalist, but it's typical Twitter outrage. He's doing this, he's doing that. Nothing that I saw suggested that from those photos. And as an expert on pho- photography... <laughs> And, sure. and perversion I in was politicians. Say more, uh, more, more an expert on perving. Yeah, yeah. It, it really didn't look like anything. What I want, what I want to say is, I, I feel sorry for politicians that they're obviously they're always observed, but you have to. He has to sit there in yeah. the leaders' debate, yeah. and he's not allowed to look at his phone. He's no. he's no. got to sit there and pretend very interested looks when Scott Morrison is talking. And how long did it run? An hour and a half? No, yeah. no, no. It went for like forty five minutes. Yeah, it, was, oh. it, it wasn't was, that bad. It wasn't, it wasn't okay. too long. But at I've all. just got to say, as a, one yeah. of the one of the aspects of being a politician is that is that you have to pretend interest in stuff yep. that is incredibly boring for so long. And so, and I, a snapshot of a cutaway could mean absolutely bloody anything. Yeah, I didn't even notice it was in the audience. Okay. But, yeah. All right, speaking of uh, family men um, and their families, uh, Peter Dutton's wife has come out and declared <laughs> Peter Dutton is not a monster. Um, he's like, not a monster. I'd just like to say that Creog is not a monster either. <laughs> Good call. I agree with you. I just not. think every wife, who amongst us as wives, those wives listening, hasn't had to say at some point that Great. their husband is not a monster. Ah. Kate went a whole day once. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to say it at all. She seemed so happy that should, evening. Should we have some sort of public spread- spreadsheet, some sort of Google Doc, you just update your position on monster slash on not monster? On monster slash. I mean, just... Yeah. I, I do. I do think you are in a good place, both uh, in a relationship and also as a political candidate, where it has to be declared um, as a headline from your wife that, you're that not a your husband is not a monster. Isn't that so. messed up? So messed up. But but it's also like no one's. I don't think anyone's actually thinking he's a terrible husband or a terrible father. We think he's a dreadful immigration minister. I honestly cannot see past <laughs> yeah. that. Dreadful person. And, and to be honest. Not voting on his record no. as, as a family man. I don't think about that at all. No. So. That's true. For, I cannot see past his role as the minister. The idea that he even had a family never crossed my mind. Right. Very strange. Never okay. even heard of it. All right. Uh, what else have we got? Um, we, we talked, Can we talk about Clive Palmer's I was going to say that. I was going <laughs> to say, speaking of the fringe parties before, Clive Palmer, as we know, uh, kicking some goals or at least getting close to the net at the moment in this election. Mark my words, it's going to be called balance of power, Palmer, before you know it. It's yeah. bloody close Clive, to that, yeah. actually. I think he needs some sort of good nickname version of that. But 19 of his candidates... 19 of his candidates uh, have, shall we say, got question marks over their eligibility but in 
mostly because of their inability to complete a form, a checklist form. I think uh, that should yeah. be a good grounds for not That's being allowed. It's a pretty allowed. good one. But you do love a form. I do love a form. Yeah. I love my forms, not anyone else. God, you do, you do great <laughs> forms though, in your defence. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, yeah, so these 19 candidates, now you could say, does it matter? Well, I think it does matter because he's actually got <laughs> people running in all 151 seats, not to mention those that are running in the Senate, of which he drew number one for Queensland mm. in the whole ballot paper. Clive Palmer I thought you were going to say number, number one, one for his party and I was like, sure, he's allowed to draw yeah. number no, one No, 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 the, the party, and then yeah, the yeah, party yeah. drew number one on that ballot paper. So that yeah. is actually a worry. Well, you know. Accent's got to happen. Yeah, there's uh, three seats that this I think is an issue for, Karangamite, Dawson and Griffith, and that is because they are really, really close seats. You've got a um, – there's a Fraser running, a Pauline Hanson and a Clive Palmer running in each of them, and these are going to feed through on the preferences. And so if these uh, preferences start to make a difference as to whether the Liberal candidate gets in or not – Is Dawson – is that Christensen? Have I got that right? I'm getting Dawson confused. Dawson is yeah. Christensen, yeah. Christensen, yeah. Okay. Up in Mackay. Uh, yeah. That matters. Um, so that could you could end up getting a government elected, considering we're only talking about, you know, eight seats making the difference between mm. whether we have a Liberal or a Labor government coming yeah. in, um, ineligible candidates determining who the government's going to be. Now, 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 I, I, beg, to, I, I beg to differ on this. It is not ineligible. If, if, if one of those candidates gets up, and then they're de- deemed ineligible. Of course, you know that's that's a problem. That's a problem for Clive Palmer, it's, and it's a problem based on Section Twenty Two of the Constitution. I think that's that's an issue. Sure. Forty four. But individual people. He's cast, only reading the first half. Individual people cast individual votes, and they number the, the the boxes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever it is. And if in there it, they have a Clive Palmer candidate who is later deemed ineligible, that's not that the, their vote still goes. So you're saying that the, the pref- I think in the House of Reps that well, that's probably okay. I think in the Senate, no. Okay, yeah, Senate's different. Yep, in the House of Reps, I just, and that's I just where, think, and that's where government is formed. So you're absolutely right. I, I just think. People choose their own votes, and if they have chosen, if they have chosen, (laughs) if they've chosen Labor or Liberal uh, in their final preference, more whoever is likely to get the seat, then that's their choice. Just because somewhere in there is a candidate who has Labor, you know, uh, sticking up for the people, no matter who they are, whether they agree with you or not. But I I don't understand this whole. I'm. I mean, I do understand it in terms of the Senate. This whole discussion about preferencing, Mm. because that is a big deal. Like Clive Palmer, um, the Libs in South Australia have done a deal with Clive Palmer for the Senate, and they've put him second. Second. Yeah, in South Australia on the Senate, and that is a big thing because they don't forget about the influence of Nick Xenophon. The Centre Alliance from South Australia is still very, very strong. Uh, Your home state, I tell you. Oh yeah, we're good. You are. You're noteworthy. We're noteworthy. If you want to go for and home state whack jobs. we want to go for home state whack jobs, we've got William here. So. Coming from Canberra, as I do, our hands are always clean. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing, of course, that Clive's done and his big rave about, you know, put Australia first and 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 he is winning this week's competition for Wacky Doodle interview of the week because last time. I didn't see it. What happened? Oh, Unbelievable! I've got four hundred million thousand dollars, and I don't give a fig what you, um, how you think about me. He says to this journalist, and I don't care what anybody says, and goes on. That's well, that's man of the people. He is man of the people, and and he's getting all his banners, core flutes, and everything made in China. Damn right. And at the end of his, because he's not stupid. (laughs) What do you want me to pay more for these? How do you think I get four thousand million billion dollars? So. 
the preference thing, I wonder how many times a, uh, the coal, like the, the the party that is in power at the time, in this case the coalition, have made a deal with someone that actually owes the government about seventy million dollars. Some would see question marks over that. I have question marks over that. Yeah, mm. I'm a little disturbed mm. by Not that. To, you know, and yes, he owes his workers money, but that. Just that big chunk of money he owes the guy. I don't, I don't get it. Well, but way, the chances this, are no, he this way he can work it off. He can pay it off. Yeah, he can work it off. He gets He'll voted have to turn up. up. Yeah, yeah. And then they garnish his senatorial wage and boom. <laughs> garnish your wages. Between well. what? So that's probably in about 307 years. Yep. It's gone. Debt fine. cleared. And he finished his wacky doodle interview by going, God bless Australia. God bless Australia. God bless Australia. And he's a renowned atheist. Oh, jeez. Is he? I've no idea. Just horrid. It's a fact now. It's recorded. All right. Uh, speaking of parties of the fringe, Siege, you've been going through uh, now that the, the role is out. Oh, uh, God. Looking yeah. up and down the role, what whack jobs have you seen? Whack job being a technical term for people that we don't like. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So there's a party that's running in the Senate and there's five candidates or, or, and, and a few in the – there's five House seats as well and they're called the Love Australia or Leave Oh, because you can't write fuck off in your title, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so it's all oh, people God. who've got the stickers on the back of their ute saying fuck off, we're full? I think so. Fraser, right. and then you, That's wild, isn't and it? And the full name of Fraser Anning's party is Fraser Anning's Conservative National Party. Um, and they have 70 candidates running. 70? I'm, I'm astonished uh, at the organisational skills of that man. I have to say, for, for a thug... He knows how to organise things because seriously, seventy candidates. But that that's not nothing. No, yeah. no, no. But th- that only means seventy forms have been lodged. Uh, but that's, yeah, you're, that's you're, doing well. <laughs> Do you think it's just that's, all him? I, I really, I really, I didn't, well, I didn't think Fraser Anning was a seventy form guy. <laughs> it might be a bit different, like, but because he's under a party, he doesn't have to get the. Um, the 100, if they ran as independents, they'd have to get 100 signatures, signatures yeah. each and they don't have to do that if they're under a party. And I don't know if this is part of their branding or what it is, but when the um, information came out from the AEC on all the candidates listing, the Fraser Anning's um, what Conservative National Party is all in block capital. Damn right, it is. <laughs> of course it is. Shout that, <laughs> shout like that shit. And you're like, Fraser Anning's National Party. Uh, look, he also looks like the kind of guy that never learnt lowercase. He that doesn't need true. to. What he has to say is so damn important. And he's also got the the number the the person who holds the number one um, position for his party in the ACT on the ballot paper is shall we? I saw some questions being asked about whether he was eligible to run or not because you you can't run if you've been sentenced for two years or more yeah. on a crime, and he has a two year six month suspended sentence. Yeah. Which is current, like at the moment. It's not supposed – it won't um, expire until He's November. still suspending in his sentence right now. Yeah. So what other parties have you seen? Oh, no, just uh, – I, I couldn't get past the um, – well, There's a couple, a couple of others that, that – What do you like? Well, there was, uh, I did like the help end marijuana prohibi- prohibition, so the hemp party. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, where, where are they? But they're normal, one of they? Yeah, they're, 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 they're normal. They're normal. No, but the I'm, I'm, I'm going through – the pirate parties around. Um, the ones uh, – um, I'm looking through the Queensland list because strangely, that's where all the good strangely, ones are. there's a lot of good ones there. Is the um, sex party still a thing? Uh, I haven't seen. I, I didn't so. see them in Queensland, but I, they were certainly around um, uh, six Last months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the involuntary medication objectors um, vaccination slash fluoride party. Oh. I, I did like that they couldn't quite come to which is the involuntary medication <laughs> objection that we that we want to prioritise. We so. are against blah and all blah. <laughs> wow. 
So anti-vax and anti-fluoride party in the standing. Which on that. well, they should have gone in a coalition agreement. So you know, the, the anti-vax party and the anti-fluoride party. And the anti-fluoride party. And, then and you could make your preferences count. That's it. Like which one do you hate more? No, 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 no. no. You got to decide. I'm going rum, 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 because got no teeth. You, that's it. And dying of polio. Uh, I did like that this is basically the exclamation party. So there's climate action, exclamation mark, yep. immigration action, exclamation mark, accountable politicians, exclamation mark. Is that all one party? That's one party. That's one party. Just rolls off the tongue. People have to fork up like $1,000 to do. Per, per letter? <laughs> 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 That'd be great. But they uh, they actually have to part with cash and make an effort to do they this. Have, that's a big effort. That's a lot of exclamation marks. <laughs> that means they're serious. <laughs> You don't use an exclamation mark unless you mean I, I'm not sure what they mean by immigration action. I'm not sure if they're pro well, or they want immigration. Well, they want action um, on immigration. There is, of course, uh, historically lots of um, environmental parties that might be anti-immigration in different sorts of ways. Yeah. The other one that I, I wanted, uh, wanted to draw attention to is the Australian Better Families, which is basically a men's rights activist uh, group. Better Families? Yes. Better yeah. What does that mean? She can't divorce me? I, potentially. I, I don't know if it Are might. these the guys that wear all the black T-shirts and stuff? Men there are like. a variety of groups that wear all black T-shirts. Some of them are um, more positive. That they're, um, some of us are individuals. Some, um, some yeah. people are just roadies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah roadies, definitely. <laughs> uh, probably leaders or Melbourne. Um, yep. yeah, big, yeah. big in all black. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if they are. I, the I, I have to say that um, there's – Lots of parts of the internet that I will go and look at other things to see their differing points of view and that men's rights activist is not one of them I've ever gone anywhere near. Why no. Not, why not men? Why do you hate men? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but there are look, – look, they're a growing force out there in some parts in the conservative sphere. Uh, the thing that yeah. I, that is interesting to me is how many fringe parties – I was looking through the Queensland side yeah. and so there's the Fraser Anning Party, there's One Nation, there's uh, the Men's Rights Party, there's there's various sorts of anti-immigration party, the Love It leave but like there's just this plethora of just extreme right wing stuff at the moment angry 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 people but all but they can't agree with each other to yeah, come so together that's into why one they party. can't come together you imagine how great they'd be if they all got voted in they wouldn't they'd just be spending so much time beating the shit out of each so other this is the thing I, i've i kind of got this idea of scott morrison at the moment to me it's it's the polls everything's sort of steering in the direction of you won't be the prime minister Okay. Yeah. And it's like the share house and everyone's got together and gone, you know, you have to to this bloke, Scott, you have to move out. Like we've just yeah, deci- yeah. we've decided you have to move out and he's kind of like, okay, I'm clearly going to have to move out. But not before I drop this giant turd in the toilet and, and leave then it break there. break the flusher, and, yeah, and, yeah. and that, which Wait, is Clive what? Palmer. <laughs> Is oh, okay. That's what all the Clive Palmer um, preference deals are. Clive and Palmer some is of Scott them, Morrison's turd. Correct. Uh, okay. That, sure. There's another nickname for him. It's a bit long, but I like it. it it's, it's. I don't think he. <laughs> but the you seem uncomfortable with that one. <laughs> just, just not sure of the metaphor. That's there's all. a lot of there's a lot of preferencing uh, going on. Scott Morris is, is saying, "Oh well, we're not we're not preferencing one nation." Yeah, we're not monsters. We're not. Yeah, we're not. My pre- wife but, says so. But it's also the fact that. Yeah, you might not be, but the Nationals are and the Liberal um, National Party in Queensland is and you can't decide when they're your coalition and when they're not your coalition. They yeah, are clearly your coalition. He's not a monster. Sim- so there's a simple way to no, decide. No, Dutton's not a monster. No, Morrison, no. the jury's still out. No, sure, well, His wife Jen, hasn't said anything. She doesn't need to. <laughs> simple time to decide when they're in the coalition is when it's convenient. Yeah, obviously. 
All right. Uh, listener, if you find some funny parties out there, um, send to, send them in to us. Invitations for all three. Indeed. Actually, um, beyond that, listener, as well, uh, we just want to flag something that was sent to us uh, via Six Sad Hack on on Twitter. Uh, the National Library of Australia. If you find um, election material, um, I don't know what sort of uh, – so what we mean here is flyers, um, how to vote cards, scorecards, particularly from the minor, minor groups, um, any election ephemera, I think it's called, all the yes. stuff that's – Produced. Ephemera. Uh, Ephemera. The, Nas- the National Library are collecting these and you could s- uh, yeah, send them into them um, online. So if you look at um, – uh, Send the them National- online. Yeah, yeah if just you look to the, the online address. But the National, National Library, Library. Um, will have a, a place so you can send it to. take a photo of the flyer. Or you can go to NLAGovAU. Uh, I think they no, do I want think physical. They, they actually want, they do the, want physical. the documents. So I'm going to send my physical flyer online. That's very complicated. But particularly, but particularly if, if there is something that is uh, – out there. Unusual. Out there, yes. And, and speaking unusual. of unusual, that might not be in the policy of the party that you're running for, Warren Mundine has his own bus. Who? Why? God knows. But anyway, Warren Mundine. As in he actually owns it? I don't know, but he's driving around in this bus. Comes out today with raise the age pension painted all over it. Raise it. Raise it now. Oh, not the age. Not actually. Oh, not, the not, amount. Not, right. not actually the policy <laughs> of, of the party that he's running for. So that what? quickly disappeared. Okay. So that was that was interesting. Well, and he, he was always a party man from the moment he was parachuted in out of the blue until today. Well, I mean, just from the time he was president, president of, the of a AI, different party, of a different party <laughs> to the time he turned up with the libs. So, so he's such a party guy. He's been thoroughly involved in more. That'll than be one. fun. And the um, couple of other things happened this morning. One, uh, I, I haven't got to the whole story of it yet, but I am. Absolutely fascinated now, whereas I wasn't before, where Andrew Hastie refused to answer a question about whether he knew Neil Erickson from social media posts. Okay, Neil Erickson's a right-wing nut job. But um, Hastie's response was, I won't answer defamatory questions. Oh. So the questions are now defamatory. Questions, okay. Do you know this person? How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? I said, how dare you, I'll see you in court. Um, so there was that and then the Climate Council uh, released a document this morning on okay. their analysis of the government's um, policy on climate change. Small document. And it's <laughs> – I only quote, took one quote Just from a it. Pamphlet. Defining leadership failure of the past decade. <laughs> ah, ah. Listener, in, a, in uh, probably next week we will be doing more of an investigation into the climate policies of the different parties. Yes, we will. But we're going to make it fun. We're going to keep it light. Yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know. You always cry. I want to know if we're oh, fucked or very fucked. So that's yeah, how true. soon. Yeah, how soon. Any more for any more? No, um, that's enough for it. All know. right. We've gone bi-weekly, listener, so you'll see us back. Well, we haven't yet, but we're gunning for it. We yeah, still I guess have to so. prove that. Well, we're kind of within we're, a, we're two within a seven-day period oh, that's right true. now. That's so true. That's true. We will be back in a few days probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. This has been G'day Sausages. I've been Will Grant. I've been CJ Josh. At Rod Levion. Check out democracysausage.org and the National Library of Australia to send your election ephemera in. See you next. See you soon, listener. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's about the Australian people.